हेलो एवरीबॉडी वेलकम टू आवर पॉडकास्ट गीता मंत्रा फॉर सक्सेस सो टुडे वी विल कवर पेरीमास इंटरप्रिटेशन ऑफ चैप्टर एट दिस चैप्टर स्टार्ट्स विद अर्जुना क्वेश्चन अबाउट द नेचर ऑफ गॉड ही ऑल्सो आस्क कृष्णा टू एक्सप्लेन हाउ टू वर्शिप और स्टे कनेक्टेड विद गॉड सो कृष्णा एक्सप्लेन द डिफरेंट वेज which we will cover in this chapter so how do you like to start well first let's talk about god god right. right so we're talking about bhagavad gita mm-hmm. and in this chapter krishna tries to explain the concept of god or ishwara in a most philosophical and esoteric way okay uh, and it can be interpreted in so many different ways mm. so you know let's try to give our versions periyama's version and let's go from there perfect perfect so god is ishvara yes ishvara is brahman mm. and brahman is the absolute truth mm. so let me make one thing clear mm. brahman when we talk about in bhagavad gita mm. is not the caste that we are used to no. this is not the caste that we are talking yeah. about right uh-huh. in this case brahman is actually brahmanda or the universe mm. right so krishna says it is the highest the supreme mm. the ultimate imperishable beyond which there is nothing mm-hmm. it is indestructible and can never be destroyed or diminished mm. it is imperishable constant and unchanging it is the ultimate truth or reality and in yogi's world mm. it is all pervading one consciousness which is called satchitananda hmm. the upanishads contain several mahavakyas or great sayings on the concept of brahman one is uh, aham brahmasmi mm. I am Brahman. Mm. I am Atma Brahma. The self is Brahman. Mm. Sarvam Khalvidam Brahma. Mm. All this is Brahman. Tat Tvam Asi. You are Brahman. Prajnanam Brahma. Wisdom is Brahman. The whole world is Brahman, and that is the absolute truth. Brahman is the imperishable, supreme aspect of God, or power, or energy, or force, whatever you call it, right? Right. So, so it's the most powerful thing. out there right yes it is like the mothership the universe mm okay now let's speak about adhyatma which mm-hmm. is the individual soul living in the body of all beings it's the atman we spoke about it it's us within us right the humans so now adhyatma's true nature is being spiritual and as a spiritual person he or she is supposed to be very joyful and very happy so the concept here is we are all born with an inherent quality to be happy we're supposed to be happy that is beautiful so we are all born wise and spiritual that's our true nature hmm. that's what krishna says hmm. but we have forgotten our superpower of being you know super happy because we are away from brahman hmm. this is the absolute truth away from god away from ishwara whatever you call it the true nature of ishwara mm-hmm. so the more you are closer to this true nature of ishwara or brahman the happier you are mm-hmm. now let me share about this concept of adibhuta that which is perishable everything in this universe gets destroyed right mm-hmm. everything comes to an end we are all going to die nature situations even things we use like power money life good times bad times everything has an end mm. and that concept is called adibhuta okay so now arjun ask like if everything has an end including my own existence what should i do to prepare for death mm. and krishna says something very interesting 
in hinduism they have explained this concept of heaven right 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 it's also there in other religious books it's not only hinduism they have okay. it in the bible the quran and so on mm-hmm. but yeah okay true on. true there are three kinds of heavens or lokas mm-hmm. one is pitru loka mm-hmm. swarga loka mm-hmm. and brahma loka okay so depending upon your karma you go to these lokas after death mm-hmm. that's the concept but krishna says even if you go to these lokas after your death based on mm-hmm. your karma you cannot be there forever mm-hmm. so you have to come back to where you left so instead of focusing on these lokas or heaven or what you will achieve after you die mm-hmm. focus on mukti freedom when you are alive wow makes perfect sense uh-huh. so that's when he introduces the concept of jivan mukti there is one more kind of mukti called karma mukti karma mukti is when you are free from all karmas mm. and there is no karma you're not carrying any karma mm-hmm. and only then you reach this brahma loka which is the highest form of heaven right okay um so in ancient times you know our ancestors believed that if you perform these yagyas or if you donate you know all this kind of daan you'll go to one of these lokas mm-hmm. and the focus was to go to brahma loka krishna calls that tradition karma kanda mm-hmm. basically you are doing all these yagyas or pujas or whatever you are doing because mm-hmm. you want to go to heaven mm-hmm. right so what krishna is telling here and which i think is is a very radical way of thinking at that time mm-hmm. what he is saying is if you want to go to brahma loka mm. it's it's not easy mm. you have to replace brahma which is almost well you know one in say 10 billion mm. is instead of focusing on being in brahma loka mm. after your death which is something unknown to you mm. focus on jivan mukti focus mm. on your life focus on the present moment your only goal in life has to be to be happy mm. and we have spoken this uh, several times mm. you know that with negative thinking an attachment you cannot be happy yeah. right okay so let's uh, discuss this point mm. so arjuna asks krishna mm. to tell him how he can find the brahman mm. or god mm-hmm. krishna says through meditation yeah now krishna also goes into uh, details as to three types of meditation the first type of meditation is on the cosmic form of brahman mm-hmm. or the universe mm-hmm. or ishvara mm-hmm. ishvara is the manifested form of the brahman mm-hmm. ishvara is the it's true only in the pragmatic sense yeah. and this is for those that are deep into meditation yeah. right mm-hmm. not easy mm-hmm. the second type is on the name of ishvara which is aum or om, om. Mm-hmm. now both these meditation techniques require extreme concentration and focus mm. when you close your eyes and you cannot focus then you cannot do these difficult meditations and you cannot get there yeah krishna understands it and so he gives a simpler version of meditation which is just remember ishvara in any form mm. it does not need to be this cosmic form mm. it can be anything but be consistent in that too so basically whatever you do mm. be consistent mm. and focus and you will find your god or brahman or universe mm-hmm. he says if you really want to find god there are two conditions mm-hmm. the first condition is called ananya cheta mm-hmm. which is without deviation of the mind so basically he's talking about focus or mm-hmm. concentration here mm-hmm. the second condition is nityasa constantly engaged in whatever you do you cannot start and stop so it's pretty simple he's mm-hmm. saying i know meditation is difficult mm-hmm. i know it's not for everyone to see those cosmic forms of ishvara mm-hmm. but you can still find your god or brahman by focusing on anything remembering ishvara in any form be consistent and don't get distracted so he's saying god can be anything right correct 
so to me god is an idea hmm. the idea is supposed to empower you and motivate you hmm. okay that is why i say choose your god wisely hmm. god cannot be someone or something hmm. that misleads you makes you angry prejudiced or hateful that's hmm. not god hmm. that's basically the opposite of god which is evil devil <laughs> in shit god should be something that empowers you enlightens you mm-hmm. and gives you purpose of life mm-hmm. for example your work can be your god mm. knowledge can be god and as krishna says whatever you do either it is your work or let's say uh, exercise or any project whatever you take on you should focus and do it well and you will see ishwara focus on it without deviation of the mind ananya cheta mm. and engage nityasa and you will find your god hmm very interesting concept of god and you know it's a good one choose your god wisely hmm okay so now krishna talks a lot about death in this chapter hmm okay and he says as we start thinking about our own mortality we get scared but that's only for those people who are attached to materialistic things hmm. you know they are attached to life they are too attached to their power money property or children and he says that is a life of darkness hmm. so that's probably all of us we are all attached to something or other and krishna says people in their last moment when they live a life of darkness they die with fear because they know their life was meaningless hmm. they think that they are losing something by dying hmm. Uh, they they are leaving behind those materialistic things that do not matter after they are gone Correct. you know i mean the reality is everyone moves on after you are gone mm. you know loved ones move on or your children your wife your husband your friends life goes on for others right that's right. the reality that's the fact but on the contrary those that live a life of light those who have invested in gaining this knowledge or who have led a spiritual life or a life of a karma yogi hmm. they accept death with courage hmm. because they know they had a great life they have no regrets they enjoyed the beauty of this life they understand that their life is their life alone perfect and they are fine living because they are ready for the next life whatever is there for them perfect mm-hmm. so again that goes back to the concept of being present the concept of jeevan mukti enjoy every second cherish every moment and use your time wisely great 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 this is really interesting and lastly because krishna summarizes our existence in one word mm. dukhalaya which is abode of sorrow so what he is basically trying to tell here is life is a constant quest for happiness mm. and happiness is possible only when you are closer to brahman mm. or ishvara or the absolute truth mm-hmm. now it is up to you how you want to interpret the concept of ishvara mm. but whatever form you decide to choose ishvara remember to find your ishvara there are two conditions as mm-hmm. we just talked about mm-hmm. ananya cheta without deviation of the mind and nityasa constantly engaged in whatever you do that's pretty much all we have for today in this chapter thank you very much see you in the next chapter thank you